0: person that you try to do the right thing and it really seems like maybe you keep getting the fuzzy end of the lollipop and then you see other people who seem to not be doing the right thing and they're getting ahead and they're maybe even getting the things in life that you want and it really feels unfair and you kind of have to wonder like what's the point of always trying to do the right thing when... Apparently, nice girls finish last. And that's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Wonderful Life. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't wanna be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing how it feels when you've made peace with being single. I know a lot of women really prefer singleness and they want to be single. I'm not one of them. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40 and that hasn't happened for me. It's always been a real source of sadness for me because a big part of my definition of a fulfilled life is being a wife and a mother. But I got to the point where I said, look, I just want to be happy. And the singleness does not seem to be changing. So I had better figure out how to make peace with it. And that's what wonderful life is all about. It's not about giving up. It's not about being bitter. It's not about getting to a place where you say, I don't want a man. Uh, I want a man, but it's about getting to a place in your life where you say, I'm peaceful and content and I hope my singleness changes, but if it doesn't, I'm going to enjoy my life. Now, I've always been kind of a goody two shoes. And in fact, when I was bullied in junior high, of course, who wasn't bullied in junior high? That was one of the things the kids would make fun of me. Like sometimes they'd make fun of me. The teacher would leave the room and they'd stand up and make fun of me. they'd call me Miss Goody Two Shoes. And of course, at that age, it really kind of hurt my feelings. But I really was a Goody Two Shoes. Now, not to the point where I would like tell on people, but I just really tried to do the right thing. I was raised in a home where character and integrity were important. My parents were Christians. We were raised in the church they weren't so much focused on you know like you better clean your room or you're going to hell it wasn't anything like that but they were really trying to raise us to be kind and compassionate i remember one day in high school i was in ninth grade i think and there was a kid on the school bus who was always really mean i mean he was just mean to everybody but he had been really mean to me and i can't remember it It really hurt my feelings i was a very tender-hearted person and I told my mom about it and how I wanted to tell him to, you know, like drop dead or something. And she said, well, why don't you pray for him? And then, you know, maybe next time he's ugly to you, you could even just say, I'm praying for you. And I was like, oh gosh, you know, that's going to be terrible for my reputation. I did. And sure enough, the next time that I kind of passed him, I looked him right in the face and I mean I was I said his name and I was nice about it. I wasn't being like well I'm praying for you. I was just like hey I want you to know I'm just praying for you and he looked at me like I'm sure no one had ever said that to him before and I kept walking but he never bothered me ever again after that. He probably thought it was some kind of crazy Jesus freak but anyway my point is I've always tried to do the right thing and sometimes I look at other people and they're maybe not attempting to do the right thing. And they're really successful. They get a promotion, they get a raise, they get the man. And I kind of feel like, what's the point of trying to do the right thing? For example, I don't date married men. And we're in a time where these definitions of what's okay and what's not okay seem to operate in a lot of gray areas. And many times people will say, well, but if the person is separated, then it's okay. Now, the state where I live, there are two legal situations you can be in, married or not married. That's it. There's no legal separation. The state where I live does require a period, a defined period of separation. But during that period of separation, you're considered married under the law. Now, I have dated men who were separated. And for me, it never went well. I've watched many of my girlfriends date men who are fresh out of a marriage or maybe even not out of it yet. And bam, that divorce is finalized and they get married. It's never worked out that way for me. I don't date married men. First of all, if he's married, (laughs) like living with his wife, I don't think that's a good idea for a bunch of reasons. But I also don't date men who are legally married because you haven't finished up the one like I want you to get out of that one before you get into this one okay like get out of that relationship before you get into one with me it's messy Um, that person has not done their emotional cleanup work I can promise you and every relationship I look back on if I would have waited until the person's divorce was finalized I think things would have been a lot different but anyway My point is that a lot of times we try to do the right thing. Like maybe at work, you show up, you're honest, you do your job, you take constructive criticism, you pick up extra tasks or shifts. One of my friends was telling me that at work, she has a master's degree in her area. She has the most experience in this area at her company. She applied for promotion and the job was given to someone else with no master's degree and not as much experience as my friend has. That was bad enough. And then they asked my friend to train this person who had just gotten the promotion. And she told me, she said, gosh, that just was so awful. I said, gosh, you know, that's really horrible. She said, well, something interesting just happened. She said, this person just got fired last week for, a," she said, They got fired for violating ethics 101. I didn't ask for any details, but my point is my friend who had been doing the right thing lost out on the promotion. The person got the promotion, but then she ended up getting fired because she really wasn't doing the right thing and she got caught. This college admissions scandal, which at the time I'm filming this, is pretty fresh in the news, where a lot of wealthy parents basically bribed their children into top universities, many times lying and saying that they were qualified athletes when they were not. Of course, as this plays out, what will probably end up happening, or what's a possibility anyway, is that those students who entered these universities under false pretenses, if they haven't withdrawn already on their own from embarrassment, they probably at some point may be asked to leave. But here's the thing, the students who were doing the right thing, they took the ACT or the SAT legit. They prepped for it, they studied, they took it on their own, they didn't cheat. Maybe they were really athletes, and they wanted a spot or needed a spot on that team for a scholarship to be able to go to college. Well, all those students lost out and they're not gonna get to go back and try again. It's too late because most of them probably went to another school. And so that damage is done. And to me as a college professor, that is the heartbreaking thing in this situation is that here are these students who, they did the right thing. You know, They kept their grades up in high school. They wanted to go to college. Uh, Maybe they were athletes and they, they were dedicated to their sport. They studied, they did the work themselves and they lost an opportunity to someone whose parents just paid their way in. And it just really seems unfair. And I think a lot of times as single women, when we look around and we think, well, gosh, there's these women who like they chase men, they go out with married men, you know, they lie, they cheat and they seem to be happy, like what's the point of trying to do the right thing? And there's a saying that is virtue is its own reward. You've probably heard that. And what it means is that you do the right thing because doing the right thing makes you feel good. Yes, there are sociopaths out there who do the wrong thing and either that makes them feel good or they just don't care. But I'm going to assume that you're not one of those sociopaths and that you want to do the right thing like you want to feel peaceful and content and if you're a single woman struggling with singleness getting to a place where you feel peaceful and content in your life is really important for a couple of reasons. Number one, if you want to attract a man your best shot at attracting anyone is when you're in a good stable peaceful happy place but number two if a man never comes along you want to be happy and so you do the right thing because that is what brings peace to your life. I'm going to tell you something, Uh, I don't cheat on my taxes, I don't falsify expenses, I don't hide income. And over the years I've had friends tell me, you know, well you could actually not claim this or that income because you were kind of paid under the table. I claim everything. And why do I do that? Because I'm scared. I don't want to go to jail. Because I don't want to lie in bed at night worried that I'm going to get caught because I claimed a cup of coffee that wasn't a business expense, it's not worth it to me. I'd rather just pay my taxes and be able to sleep at night. And if you sometimes feel this way, this isn't new. This struggle is not new. In Psalm 37, David wrote, do not fret because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither, and like green plants, they will soon die away. So that was King David back in the Bible. And he was saying, you know, don't, don't fret, and don't worry, and don't be upset when you see other people getting ahead who are not doing the right thing. You just stay in your lane, and you do the right thing. There's a woman in town that I know just tangentially. I know her professionally. She's gorgeous, beautiful she has her own career her husband is very successful very wealthy um they drive nice cars they have nice houses plural you know she has children you know i just i really envy her i mean i can just be honest about that and um i've always thought you know gosh i wish i had her life i opened up the newspaper one morning like I am a goody-goody. I still take a physical newspaper. I opened up the paper one morning and there was a mugshot of her husband. And he has been arrested for evading over $1 million in taxes. He's facing decades in prison and hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines. And I thought, "Eh, I really don't envy that. That probably doesn't feel very good. And even if she wasn't involved or didn't have anything to do with any of that, I can just imagine how that must feel. I live in a small town, so everybody knows. And it, I just think it would feel really yucky. And then knowing that this lifestyle you've been living for the past you know, 20 years or whatever was maybe obtained fraudulently. And that the IRS could start seizing your assets to fulfill that debt. And I'm not saying that she did anything wrong or that she did anything to deserve this, okay? Life happens. I mean, I don't know her well enough to know what she knew or what she was or wasn't involved in. That's really none of my business. My point is that sometimes we do have the opportunity to see how something plays out all the way and we go, ooh, yikes, I guess doing the wrong thing doesn't work out so well. We don't always get to see that and that's not the point. It's not about seeing someone else get their due. The Bible actually says, be careful about taking joy in somebody else's downfall. I believe that the universe registers our integrity or our lack of integrity. And I do believe in karma, you know, it's cause and effect or sowing and reaping is what we call it here in the West. In the East, it's called karma, which is the actions you're doing right now, they're going to produce some kind of result. Now You may see that result in five minutes, could be five years, could be five decades. But you're going to see some kind of result from your actions. So if you want a good result, you need to have a good action. It's like, you know, if you want to have a nice, beautiful flower garden, you better plant flower seeds. If you plant seeds for weeds, then you're not going to have pretty flowers. It really comes down to having a sense of peace and contentment that you yourself are doing the right thing. And whether or not other people are aware of it, whether or not you ever get a pat on the back for it, just knowing that you're going to bed at night thinking, you know what, I did the right thing. I'm not worried about what kind of lie I'm gonna get caught with or what kind of dishonesty is gonna come back to haunt me You can just have that peace and contentment of knowing that you've done the right thing. Now, wonderful life is a dialogue, not a monologue. And we wanna hear from you. I wanna know what do you think? Do you think it matters if you're trying to do the right thing, even if nobody else ever knew it? Put that in the comments and let us know how you feel. Sometimes it's really hard to do the right thing if you're suffering from a broken heart. And if that's the case, you might wanna check out our ABCs of Healing, it's free. It's a little video tutorial that I take you through on how to get over heartbreak and you can check that out at bit.ly forward slash ABCs of healing. You may wanna go to wonderfullife.com and that's where we have our blog. We post a new blog every Friday. You might wanna join our newsletter. We also have some really fun merchandise for you there that you can check out. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time right here on Wonderful Life.